welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever-humble host, Chris, and today, let's talk about what's been going on this past week. I think this week was a very interesting week in uh, WWE Wrestling. Uh, we now have general managers for Raw and or SmackDown. Um, we now know who's running the show. Uh, essentially for WWE um, and how that all plays out. So let's get to it. Uh, first bit of news, Monday, I think it was Monday afternoon, it was reported by Sean Ross Sapp that uh, Ende Endeavor, uh, which is the company that owns both UFC and WWE, have essentially said Triple H now has now has the football, so to speak. He is now running things completely, as in uh, storyline and all that. Uh, to put it in other words, they said 99.9% .9 of, the, of the stuff is coming through him. I wasn't expecting this to happen so soon. Uh, there was some stuff that's been going around saying that because the stock went down, because of everything that's been going on with Vince, that they just cut, that they basically essentially like, no, we're, we're done. I am very, like I said, I'm very surprised that it happened so soon. I figured it, if anything, let's wait until the new, until the new year, because if anything were to happen, it was going to have to happen before the new year because I don't think that they wanted to go into 2024 with all this stuff. I don't think they wanted the new year to be still uh, Vince's um, uh, court hearings um, over their head. Uh, but in other words, I think it's also a lot of people are saying that it's karma finally catching up to Vince. Uh, they, you kind of felt like the writing was on the wall all along because of the fact that, that Endeavor had a, had the majority as far as votes were concerned. Because Vince, uh, Vince was going to lose every time five to four, I think, as far as the voting was concerned. Because Vince, so to speak, is in charge of WWE, and uh, what's his name is in charge of UFC, and that Ari Emanuel is basically the go-between. Again, I'm, I'm shocked, mostly just because, again, I wasn't expecting it so soon, but you, again, you knew the writing was on the wall. Uh, he was going to lose out eventually, you know. E either they were going to let him go because other shit was happening, other shit was finally falling into place, or they were just done because Ari Emanuel basically got what he wanted. He got the WWE away from Vince McMahon. Vince is now carrying billions of dollars in his pocket, and he can go and just ride off into the sunset. I thought it was funny because on Tuesday, 
I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, there had been some talk that Vince was still trying to maybe have one last maneuver in him to try and regain control. But it's like, what? What's your, what is your go-to plan? You know, like he wasn't, he, he would never have the votes. R. Emanuel made sure of it by having the 5-4 leverage over him. He was never going to win unless he was trying to blackmail someone into on their side. And when was that going to and when was that going to actually happen, you know? So there's that. I'm again I'm very I'm very surprised that it that it happened now. Uh I just thought if anything it was going to happen Monday. Yeah, I, I Monday. I thought it was going to happen before the new year. I really did. Um, let's talk Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I really, really enjoyed Raw. I thought Raw was very, very good. Um, I like the fact that Rhea Ripley is considered the go-to leader. Um for the judgment day I don't think it's going to last very long just because I think that when she finally does lose that title I think that's when she loses that seniority if you will because she's the longest reigning champion in the judgment day at this particular point in time that and also now you have all of this going. Uh, I like the fact that we are going to get Rollins versus uh, Drew McIntyre. It proves to me that that if anything, there is a deal. I don't think a deal is set in stone, but I think that there is at least... We're we're kind of gradually going through the footsteps of a deal, and I think that if he looks good in this match, which is going to be in Saudi Arabia, I think this I think it proves uh, that Drew McIntyre is willing to resign. Um, I like the fact. That, you know, Drew McIntyre kind of comes out and he's like, I'm not asking for a match now. I want you 100% when I beat you. And I like the fact that Damian Priest tried to cash in. And as he's walking away and Damian Priest jumps Rollins and all of a sudden here comes uh, little Dominic Mysterio with the briefcase. And he goes, I'm trying to give this to my buddy. It's like, shut up. And then he just like headbutts him and then just takes the the briefcase and just throws it. Uh kind of like when he had kind of like when he had the title and then Miz was trying to cash in on him. Which I really, really liked. Um 
really a big fan of the fact that we're getting not one but two title matches on the premiere next week of Raw. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, we're going to get ourselves an Intercontinental Championship match between um, uh, uh, the Dogreen General Gunther versus, um, oh my goodness, I cannot think of that guy's name, but, the, but you know who the guy is. Uh, so it's going to be heel versus heel. I like that match. I think that'll be a decent one just because it'll kind of give you um, just because uh, 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 Gunther has been taking on a lot of guys that haven't been um, that aren't bigger than him, so he's been having a lot of acrobatic match, not acrobatic, but a little bit more high leverage matches. So it'll be interesting to see strength versus strength. Um, we're also going to get um, the Raw Women's Championship match between uh, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. I think that's going to be a decent match. Uh, we know Shayna Baszler is going to lose, but what I like is the fact that uh, someone that's just as tough. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really liked... Um, this match that she was supposed to have with Raquel Rodriguez. Mainly just because it was against someone that was just as strong and just as tough as her. And that's what I really, really liked. I liked the fact that it was strength versus strength and, and all that good stuff. Just because it made a lot of sense. Um, let me see. Hold on a second. Uh, we, you know, we're going to get ourselves some pretty decent matches, and I think that's what's going to help the most. Uh, my apologies, that's Bronson Reed that's going to be taking on Gunther. Uh, that's going to be a good match. I really like that. Um, Bronson Reed is, is pretty good. And uh, he's got a lot of strength in him, and he does a lot of... Um, top rope moves but what he what I really like is the fact that he, he's not going to take what Gunther is giving to him uh, and so there's that um, we're getting um, uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions uh, Jay, Jay Uso and, and Cody uh, that was a really good one they're, uh, I really like them, and I really kind of think that they're going to be tag team champions for a little while just because I think this is their way of getting Cody onto SmackDown. But let's talk about SmackDown. Uh, we start off with uh, John Cena. John Cena comes out, and before he can say anything, Roman Reigns comes out, and Roman Reigns does what he does, and he's like, you know, why are you here? Go back to Hollywood and all this good stuff. And he's like, I'm not here to, to challenge you. If anything, I'm here to acknowledge you. I'm not, you know, and he's like, I'm not here for a match, yet I haven't earned it. And then he goes, but there is someone that has 
burned it. And L.A. Knight comes out. And what I liked is, again, is that we're getting the quote-unquote rub. Now, when you say, well, what the hell does that mean? It means that one person is acknowledging the other person. John Cena acknowledging L.A. Knight as the next thing is helping. Cody has already gotten that. Cody got that earlier this year from John Cena. But now you're getting technically two people now that have gotten the rub. One guy kind of didn't need it, the other one did. The one that didn't kind of need it but still got it was Cody. The guy that really needed it was L.A. Knight because I think L.A. Knight is very, very good. And I really like him on the mic. I think he's amazing. He does a lot of great things. He knows how to handle the crowd. He has them by... He he is just spoon-feeding them what he wants to give them. And people are eating it up. And that's what's so great about it right now, is the fact that people know this. So, eventually we are going to get this match. Uh, but instead, for SmackDown, we get LA Knight versus Solo Sokoa, which was a pretty decent match. Um, the tag team champions take on the, un the, the weirdest tag team of them all, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. They beat them. Um... But after the match, what I really, really liked was the fact that Jay is walking to the back, and then all of a sudden, Roman's music hits. And the first two that come out is Jimmy and Solo. And Jimmy and Solo are just staring down Jay. And then Cody comes up, and the four of them are just staring at each other. But then, all of a sudden, Roman comes out. And they're just having this, they're just having this stare down. And Roman isn't happy, he's like, this is my show. And it's like, I, I'm... I think that's one of the things I don't like is the fact that he's like, this is my show. Like, we get it. It's one less thing you need to fucking say. Honestly. Because we don't fucking care. You know? And especially since he's a part-time wrestler now, it's technically not your show. You know? Like, you know, like that's one of the things I, I just don't get. But... That's just me. Um, we have a segment. Uh, um, Triple H comes out at the beginning of the second hour before the tag team match, and they basically say, and it's him and Adam Pearce, and he's talking about the fact that Adam Pearce has been working really, really hard, you know, juggling both shows, you know, doing everything. And Triple H basically is like, you know what, 
blank. You're going to get yourself a promotion. You're no longer just a WWE official. You are now officially the Raw general manager. And Dominic comes out and just starts complaining because the tag teams, there shouldn't be a tag team match tonight because they want, he wants um, Cody and Jay to be more, um, more concerned about the judgment day. And I'm kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, that's the third match for for Raw this uh, the uh, the season premiere of Raw. And all of a sudden, he goes, "Why, why?" You know, and he's like, and he's trying to talk, and the crowd is just booing him. And you can kind of tell, like, when he's trying to talk, like the the microphone is working. But as he starts talking more, his microphone's kind of going down. Like, they're slowly turning it down just so that he can't speak. The the boos are just ringing over him. And I love the fact that Triple H is like, wow, I, I always thought that we were piping in noise. Piping in the, the boos. Like, that's really loud. And I just thought it was funny because... There had been some talk that maybe they were um, broadcasting old old uh, booze from old Raws. But I thought that was really funny. And then he's like, well, why are you arguing with him? He's, he's just the Raw general manager. Let me introduce to you the new SmackDown general manager, Nick Aldis. Who many know has been a it has been an amazing wrestler in his own right. He never really got a chance in WWE. He's been the NWA champion for a lot of years. He's married to Mickey James, um, and the guy still looks great. Like he, the guy looks like he can fucking still wrestle, and I'm pretty sure he probably will eventually but he looks good and uh he immediately shakes triple h's hand he shakes uh adam pierce's hand and he uh goes to shake dominic's hand and he goes oh you know hello i'm a big fan and you hear dominic saying you should be i'm a champion and he goes i'm a i'm a huge fan of your father and it's like okay cool like you kind of know that he's going to be that we're not going to get a face and a heel general manager we're just going to get two faces which is nice which is a good thing i'm not exact i've never really been a big fan of the the uh the face gm versus the heel gm i think it works better if they're both um, faces at the moment, but who you know? Who knows where they're going? And and then he talks about the fact that well, I'm here because I'm here to uh, because of the trade that Jay, you know, because of the trade for Jay 
going to Raw, I get to pick someone for SmackDown. And immediately, everyone up to this particular point has been saying that Cody Rhodes would be the person, myself included. So when they announced it, so when Kevin Owens' music hits, I was like, oh shit, like that actually makes a lot of sense because again, it's another person that is an obstacle for Roman. Because now you get, because now you've got LA Knight for the, uh, uh, for Crown Jewel, okay? And then it won't be a one-on-one match. It'll more than likely be a war game. So who knows what they're going to do with that if Roman's going to be part of that one. Because remember, we had all been discussing that one of the scenarios was, was that Solo would finally uh, commit to distancing himself from Roman and that Roman would then you know and that it'd be the four of them for the um, for the tribal chief position so it looks like that's not going to happen just because I don't really know what's going to happen now but what I think is interesting is the fact that Jimmy is very, very, like, he's just happy that he's back in the fold because his brother got rid of him. Because his brother was like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. You cost me the title. So he needs, you know, he has to have someone with him. So more than likely we'll probably be getting uh, the first real match of of all of this in my opinion for the for the bloodline is going to probably be Jimmy and Solo versus Jay and and Cody at least I think that's what's going to happen I'm not too sure I don't know when that's going to actually happen but who knows um, I like the fact that there was this, um, there is this little, um, let me see, there was kind of this, um, little segment for the, for the, um, women's tag team match, for the women's tag team with Piper and Chelsea Green, and I'm still kind of wondering why they haven't really wrestled in a while. Uh, it could still be that Chelsea is nursing an injury. It could be that Piper hasn't been um, cleared yet. They probably still don't know what they're going to do just because they had certain plans with Chelsea and Sonya Deville, and now that's all up in the air. Well, not all up in the air because we know what happened. Sonya tore her knee up. So... Who knows where they're going to go with that, just because it, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, but 
I think this, I, I'm very confident that, that things are gonna get better. Not so much get better. I shouldn't say the word better. I think things are gonna be more interesting because Roman's back. Who knows how long he's gonna be back, you know? Uh, he could probably be back um, in two weeks. Who knows? I also like the fact that uh, Paul Heyman dyed his hair black again. I like that. I like the fact that while while Roman was gone, he was slowly getting gray because he didn't have his tribal chief. He didn't have the one person that could truly do something. I also like the fact, just because Jimmy feels like he's entitled to be part of the bloodline, he's just so comfortable. And Roman's like, you're sitting on my couch. You're sitting here. You're drinking my water. You need to do something about your brother because your brother holding on to those titles without you is a disgrace to the family name. And I thought that was a very interesting thing. And I thought it was a very interesting dynamic of where they're going with it. I still believe Jay will probably be... I do think that Jay is probably going to win a singles title uh, before WrestleMania. And I think and I think Jimmy is going to uh, interfere in a title defense and and Jay's going to lose, and that's why Jimmy versus Jay is going to happen at WrestleMania. Um, one of the things that a lot of people will be talking about is the fact that because Jay and Cody have the tag titles, they can go on either brand. And I completely agree with it. I completely agree with it because I think that's the one thing that's going to keep Cody and Roman in um, is going to start piquing our interest again. I do not know if it's going to be WrestleMania. I hope like hell it's not WrestleMania. I'm still in the belief that Cody is going to win at the Royal Rumble. That's my that's my thought. That's my. Um, that's where I think the story ends. At WrestleMania, at, at Royal Rumble, and that, uh, and that Roman loses the title at, at the Royal Rumble, and then he has to start going. He's going to start going bananas because he doesn't have the one thing he absolutely has to have. And then that's when him and The Rock are going to finally uh, get what they get, what we've been wanting. I, I think, I think that's where we're going to go. I really, really do. I really think that's where things... It's going to be very, very interesting just because we've got... We've got Crown Jewel 
from Crown Jewel, we get Survivor Series, which they've already said it's going to probably feature War Games. And then on top of that, from there, whatever they do in December, and then the Royal Rumble. So who knows where they're going with all of this. But I think it's going to be very, very interesting once Crown Jewel is over with. Uh, just because I think that's when everything else is going to kind of come together. At least, at least that's what I'm hoping for. Because I think, I think once Crown Jewel ha once Crown Jewel happens, I think we get ourselves a better picture of where things are going to go. But again, that's just my opinion. Because the way I would do it is it would be. It'd be Roman versus LA Knight, which we all know is going to happen at Crown Jewel. Um, more than likely, he'll probably be facing Kevin Owens or probably someone else. I don't think they would do two straight pay-per-views with him and LA Knight. I just don't think they would do it. So it's either going to be LA Knight, which I don't, I'm like 10% sure it's not going to be LA Knight again. At Survivor Series, it could possibly be Kevin Owens. If it's not Kevin Owens, then he's going to be in some sort of a match in War Games. And then the next pay per view, it's probably he's probably not going to do anything in that next pay per view. And then he's going to finally face Cody at uh, at the Royal Rumble. And that's where I think that's what's going to happen. At least in my head, that's the way I would do it. And I'd have Cody go over at, at the Royal Rumble. Give him that big shock. Because I think that's the one thing you don't really get a lot of. Is you're not getting... Uh, you're not getting that big one. Because then... Because a lot of people are, are saying that uh, that Charlotte versus uh, we also got someone we also got Jay Cargill sighting again, and I think that's pretty cool. They're saying that she's going to be on both Raw and, and SmackDown for right now. I think that's going to be interesting, just because I think that she's a good wrestler, and I think they'd be interesting to see where they go with that. Alright, that's going to be it for me tonight. Uh, next week we will be discussing more and more of what's going on. We'll also just touch on what's going on as far as um, the the card as, as of next week for Crown Jewel. And we'll be discussing all that until next time. Bye!